And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Herdad Sports. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Mike Babcock with us. Mr. Husker Football. Get your uh, subscription with Babbers and his bi-weekly newsletter, Mike B at HerdadSports.com. Uh, get an email sent and get the the history and the uh, preview from Mike at MD Babs on Twitter. Mr. Babbers got the old sun shining through in the football office. How you doing? That's good. I was trying to take uh, think if I could have used Elijah's uh, help on uh, calculus, but I remember back when I was in high school, you know, get out of the horse and carriage. And, uh, <laughs> we didn't have calculus. I didn't take that till I was a freshman at York College. Well, I, I love it, and uh, it, it should be noted that I made it through a semester of calculus and then dropped it for second semester. So, so I wasn't very good at it. That's that, that's why I had to to get creative to to make it through a couple of tests. That was not my cup of tea. Well, let, let's let's dive in, Mike. As we've kind of laid out our grades, what what overall do you give Nebraska? Do you give them anything higher than a C at three and three, or do you take? into context what they've gone through and, and that it is a year one and the way the year started. Well, I, I would say a C overall and those things that you mentioned would factor into my decision to give that grade. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that this team had the capability to at least be four and two at this point mm-hmm. and possibly – I, I, yeah, I don't want. I don't want to say. I don't say beyond that. I think four and two, what reasonably I could have expected this team to be, um, and and some of the reason that it's C is because of the things that you said. Injuries play a part in it. First season plays a part in it. New system plays a part in it. But nonetheless, the overall grade. I take all, all of these things into consideration. I, I, I say C. Okay. C's fair, and we'll get uh, an outlook for the, the, the next six. But what, what are you encouraged with uh, on this squad, with this football team? What, what's impressed you here through six? Well, you know, I've been impressed with if what Matt Rule has told us is correct that the team has maintained its course despite the things, the injuries, the, the problems that they've had. They've stayed the course. They've taken the approach. When go 1-0 and improve each week. If that focus is really there, I think that's a positive. And I don't think you can ask for more in a first season under a new coach in a new system than if you maintain development, you get better each week. Despite the injuries, you overcome those things and you keep moving forward. That's the thing that that has been a positive from my point of view. Um, All we see is on the field and what Coach Rule tells us, but I think it's a work in progress, and I think this team is – I think development is the – the byword or, or the, uh, the direction that they're going. The one question I have is in this day and age with NIL and the transfer portal, can you develop a team? 
Can you bring players in with talent and develop them? Or if they're not getting an opportunity to play, are they going to get in the transfer portal and leave? And that, that's the one thing that, that would concern me about that. You probably have to do the same thing, get in the transfer portal and bring in guys. It's Mike Bag, excuse me, Mike Babcock here with us, Hale Varsity Radio on a Wednesday. Mike joining us for his usual segment. And Mike, whenever you, you think about your your midseason report card, what do you think Nebraska can do with their grades? I guess whenever you get that report card back at at the end of your your first quarter of the school, you're a lot of times kids sit down with the parents and say, "All right, we need to get better here. You know what? We'll take a C plus here if you can get this grade to an A." What does Nebraska need to be by the end of the year? If you're sitting down with the Husker football, the art of team, negotiation here, and, and saying this is what it is, but we could really get a lot better here. I think you could put in some more hours studying. Where can Nebraska be better by the end of the year on your report card? Well, I think the offense can be better on my report card, and I kind of. My grade is probably in the range of where yours is, Elijah. I mean, C minus is probably where I'm looking at it. And again, I'm taking into consideration, I'm probably dropping it a little bit because there have been injuries and you have to play through those things. But uh, I think that I think the offense can be can be better. Um, I think you've got an opportunity in the second half of the season particularly with the first three games of the second half, to put yourself in a position to be bowl eligible. That's the thing. I I think for the long range, bowl eligibility is what is the expectation for this, this, this team. That's what it needs to be. And whether that's six and six or seven and five, and I tend to think it's going to be six and six. If, if you get to that point, um, it's going to rely on some improvement on the offensive side of the ball because I think that you're getting a good deal out of your defense. I don't know that you can get a whole lot more out of this defense. Um, and you've got, you know, Singleton and now he's gone. Reimer hasn't been planned because he's been hurt. Um, you've had some things on defense as well that you've had to deal with. But I think that the defense has been pretty good. Um, I think the special teams can be better. Um, but I see re- I see it reflected in the record, the potential to be six and six. And it has to happen, I think, fairly quickly because that la- the last three games are more of a challenge, obviously, than the first three in that last six. Mike Babcock's with us from Hale Varsity at MD Babs on Twitter. Mike, do you worry about the defense wilting down the stretch as much as they've done lifting-wise already? Uh, no, I, I don't, because I see very committed guys. And, um, again, if you can get a little bit of improvement on the offense and you're not turning the ball over and you're not putting the defense back out on the field as much, you have an opportunity to uh, uh, continue, I think, playing at a pretty high level. In order for Nebraska, again, to get to that goal, that bowl game thing, the defense has to be able to, to hold up, I think, and and I think it, I think it will, I think it will, unless the offense is turning the ball over and and putting the defense back out there time after time after time. Mike, whenever you you look at the the first six games, are you willing to give me? an offensive and defensive MVP from your, your first six. I think there's some good candidates defensively, offensively. 
maybe not as much in terms of an MVP candidate, but who do you have right now? And as a follow-up to that, do you think those MVP candidates will remain the same by the end of the year? Um, defensively, I would have a hard time picking one person because I think that, the, you know, that's the point is it's a team effort. And I think you're getting good play from a, a lot of guys on that defense. And I wouldn't pick one out mm. because I think that that's not the way the defense needs to play. Mm. The offense, I'm kind of, it sounds like I'm avoiding your question. I'm really not in my mind. I'm not, but uh, it probably comes across that way. I don't know that I've seen anybody consistently step up on offense to the point where I can say, yeah, this guy is, uh, he's really getting the job done. I, you know, Harburg has come in and he's done some good things. I think it's still a learning thing for him. Um, I think that if, if uh, Sims were 100% healthy and able to go, I think we'd see some of him and we may down the line. Um, but I would, it would be hard for me to pick out one person on offense to say that consistently from game one to where we are now has consistently gotten the job done for, for, the, uh, for the offense. I think that's a, it's a work in progress um, for sure. Mike, get a switch up and get some thoughts on Husker basketball. Fred Hoiberg, a couple minutes here before we got to say goodbye. But Hoiberg and many – uh, Apolis yesterday and his Big Ten media days. And do you feel like Fred's excited? I mean, coaches got to act excited, but I, I think the, the level of excitement heading into year five seems pretty genuine with what he's got. Yeah, I, I, I believe that. I think he is excited. Um, I'm still going through the roster trying to learn names of the new players and, and how things fit. And I know that uh, – Tomanaga, the fact that he he's back, you know that's that's a great thing uh, for the team. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Coach Coach Hardenberg is is uh, really excited about the potential for what this team can do, and I think you know I think it can be very competitive. I mean, I I'm I'm expecting that. That's my that's my belief. That's where my expectation is, but. You know, I guess at this time of year, I always, I'm like everybody else. I have high expectations. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if you're reflecting off the coach, yeah, there's reason to be uh, optimistic. Same way with uh, Amy Williams and the, and the women's team. Uh, you know, there's reason for a lot of uh, optimism there, I think. And uh, looking forward to seeing how things go in both of these situations. Mike, is it a make-or-break year for Fred Hoiberg and the Husker basketball squad with just how long he's been around? Is it the kind of year where you need either a really deep run in the NIT or an NCAA tournament appearance? What What's at stake this year for Husker basketball, do you think? Yeah, I don't have a good sense of that. I would say no. Um, I think that uh, if, if Trev, Al- Trev Alberts believes that he has the right guy, you know, I, I don't think he's going to put that kind of pressure on on Fred Hoiberg, we certainly aren't going to feel it now. Um, you know, if he goes through the season and they have a losing record and, you know, things go downhill, uh, you know, possibly you'd look at that. But, no, I don't I don't see that uh, going into the season. I don't I don't think that's the, a factor. Mike, what's coming up from you, bud, with the newsletter? Um, well, I wrote one this week um, because there is no game. But uh, – Got to get busy on the uh, kind of historical 
perspective on the Northwestern series, um, thinking about that uh, catch that uh, Jordan Westerkamp made on the uh, Hail Mary thrown by Ron Kellogg, the third, that seems to stand ten out. Ten years, man. Ten, it's in 10 years. Believe it? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Wow. Um, that you, was quite the play. Hard to believe, isn't it? Can you believe I was a freshman in high school? Well, I <laughs> feel old You now. were taking a horse and carriage to high school. I you? hadn't even made it to calculus class at that point. That's yeah, that good. was still a couple years <laughs> away. And, and, and Babbers, to his point, was like, yeah, forget calculus. I love it. Mike, <laughs> you be good, and thanks for giving us a few minutes today. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate him. There he is, Mr. Husker Football, Mike Babcock. And get that subscription to him. Mike B. at HerdAtSports.com.